Hello darling girls and a big welcome to the Lingal Fitcast your place for motivation and mindset mastery on your fitness and your fat loss journey. Today we are talking all things patience. How long do results really take? And how do we dig deep and find more patience when we feel like maybe the progress is not as fast as we'd hope or maybe we're getting to the end of the year we're looking back and we think I've been working so hard this year and I haven't made as much progress as I would like how do we keep going and how do we stay inspired how do we stay motivated and so I have Gilan here in the house with me today he is going to be bringing his mindset and motivation tools that he uses to work with high performers all around the world who are also looking to have deep happiness along with keeping that high level of performance which is obviously something that people think are two opposite extremes that you can be a high performer but that means being really stressed um, or on the opposite extreme you're like a zen yogi who has no ambition and no drive either so that is what Gilan specializes in um, and so he's going to be bringing all of these fantastic techniques and we are going to make this a really practical episode for you to see how we can apply this to the world of fat loss Welcome, babe. Yeah, it's great to be here. And I, I'm really excited about this topic because uh, a lot of the time we think we have to be impatient or we think that our impatience is what drives us quicker to success. So a lot of people think that it is like this asset to be this fast-moving, impatient person who like just gets everything done now. Um, but like you just mentioned, um, you can be even more successful and with a sense of patience. And I, I'm excited to share some ideas around that. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. And I must say, I just love discussing these topics with you. And we have so much fun preparing for these podcasts and preparing these episodes because these are conversations that Gilan and I have on our prom walks all the time. You know, I'm always saying these are things that my girls are struggling with. And this is where all of these topic ideas come from. They come from you. They come from the community. And if I tell you that having patience is one of the things that I hear every single week from the girls, um, I, yeah, I would be a very wealthy woman if I got a penny for every time someone was like, oh, I'm just feeling so impatient. I'm not seeing the results that I'd like. Yeah. I was going to ask you, you know, in terms of results, what makes patients important and why are they getting so frustrated with being impatient? I think there are a couple of elements. One being our expectation of how long it genuinely takes to build a beautiful, strong, healthy, fit body. I think when you look at things like social media, it can give us a real false sense of how long things take. We see these extreme transformations, right? Of, you know, eight weeks, six weeks, and someone went from one extreme, now they're like completely shredded. And obviously a lot of it is also not not real or, or not not true but we also don't think about the extreme measures that sometimes people had to go to go through to actually get that result um so i think firstly it's just having um expectation uh, having the right expectations secondly it's when you are feeling impatient it's like you you believe that getting to that end result is going to be the answer to everything and i think that's when we are in a rush and i think the third element is that we actually not enjoying the process and I think we want to we want it to be over with. 
because we're actually not having fun and we're just like, oh my God, I just need to keep pushing through and keep stretching myself until I get to this end point where things are going to change. But I think just going back to the first point on expectation, um, I think being able to manage that, I always go back to what the science is, you know, and once you look at the numbers, when you look at the math of how much you can, like if we're talking fat loss, how much fat can one genuinely lose in say a week? So if you know if you know the basic math, um, but I will for the sake of the podcast, I'll explain it. So you would need to to um, have a seven thousand calorie deficit to lose one kilogram of fat. So if we had to take the average woman who is p- probably maintaining her weight on between one eight to two thousand, so we'll sh- go with my short girls who always complain. They're like, "Damn, if I was just a bit taller, I would have more calories to play with." But let's say her maintenance is one thousand eight hundred. So to create a seven thousand calorie deficit over a week, how much would that be? That would be a thousand calories less a day. That's crazy. She would need to be eating 800 calories consistently to achieve that result of losing one kilogram a week. So when you unpack it like that, it's so clear as day to see that that is a totally unrealistic goal. Well, where, where are women getting this goal that they have to lose a kilogram a week? I think that that has been like a standard. Like it has just been preached for so long that no one has questioned it. And when you start understanding the science which is what i'm so passionate about teaching it then you can suddenly say okay well that is totally unrealistic and once you um you align your expectation for what is realistic for you so when i say when girls ask me you know and when i join your program how much weight can i expect to lose a week i'm like if you are losing 0.25 to 0.5 kilograms a week you are, I am so freaking proud of you. Amen. Hallelujah. You are doing brilliantly. Um, because even that dropping 500 calories a day, you're on one three, which is yeah. still pretty freaking low. So if you're achieving that, you are still doing really, really well. So yeah. where this number of one kilogram a week, I think when you're very overweight, like I would say, yeah, a good 20 or 30 kilograms overweight, you're carrying more body weight. So you would be able to eat more and still be on a decent amount of deficit. But if you have a couple kilos to lose five to 10, it's very unrealistic um, to, to, to do that. So I think first of all, just putting that out there. Yeah. Because it affects consistency as well, because who can be consistent at 800 calories a day? No one. No one. So then, um, that impatience uh, together with the mismanaged expectations of what it takes. Yes. Um, actually, uh, what do they say? The the longest uh, route is uh, is the shortcut, right? A hundred percent. And you know, funny, funnily enough, most of the time when people tell me I'm eating 1,200 calories and, and I'm not losing fat, I'm like, you know what? We're going to put those calories up. And now she's eating one five, but because she's consistent, she actually gets a better fat loss result. So often it's not about just cut, cut, cut. It's about doing something that you can do every single day, seven days a week. And often that is going up. So let's go back to patience and the mindset around firstly having that realistic expectation. But when we feel those emotions coming up of, I wish I was further along, um, you know, I want to get to that end result faster. Maybe I should do something extreme. I mean, we're heading into summer season now. Everyone wants to look good in a bikini. And we could have those thoughts and feelings coming up to say, oh, I wish I could just quickly lose something. I just want to do something extreme and head back into those old ways that we know are not going to serve us. Mm, mm. Well, I think we need to just um, look at patience and, um, and, and think to ourselves, 
why why are we impatient you know what what is causing that impatience to come in that makes us want to quickly rush to a to a result so i want to give us a little paradigm shift firstly in terms of patience and and impatience we've been using both those words so far today we actually have a lot of patience patience is actually inherently part of our nature because if we're feeling totally happy, satisfied, content, do you think that there's any impatience there? No, I think that the impatience comes from wanting to get somewhere as fast as possible. Right, wanting something to be different. Wanting right? something to be so different. So there's something that I want that I don't yet have, and I feel that when I do get it, I'm going to be happy. We went through this in episode one and we've repeated it all along the way that we are inherently already, we already have a natural sense of contentment, of fulfillment, of completeness. But it's when we get caught up in the craving, uh, in wanting, in seeking something that we don't yet have, like a certain result, a certain number on the scale. It's the very seeking of it that brings in unhappiness right, and impatience. Right. Because not only do I want something to be different, but I want it to be different as soon as possible because I'm under the illusion that when I do achieve that, then I will be happy. Right. Which is such a false... I mean, anyone that's, that has been on a fat loss journey, they will have in their mind these little uh, milestones that they thought, oh, when I get here, oh, now everything is going to be perfect. I'm going to be so peaceful. I'm going to be so happy. And you get there and you realize, cuckoo, like everything's the same. Hold on. Now I need to build muscle. Yeah. And then you go There's always something There's else. Always something. There's always something else. And so, you know, um, maybe you'll be happy for a very short period of time. But if the goals that we thought would make us happy for the rest of our lives really would, then we would all be happy because we've all reached goals that we thought were going to make us happy. And what we come to realize is that it's very, very fleeting. And then all of a sudden, there's something else that we want. And so th that pattern shows us that it is the wanting of something that we don't yet have that actually obscures our ability to really be in touch with our innate contentment and inner peace and that deep happiness that's already uh, inside of us. So the question really that we should be asking ourselves is if, if already when I'm feeling that I'm okay inside, I've got patience, then patience is already available. It is when we're not feeling okay inside that we start to become impatient. Mm. So how do we let go of impatience? Mm, which is the the reframing here, right? Exactly. So a lot of people, as we said, it's like, how do I get? How do I become more patient? Or I need more patience. But exactly. Patience is not something. Exactly. It's counterintuitive. Patience is not something that you get, as if you it comes in from the outside in, like the air you breathe or the food you eat. That's not what happens. You are you already have patience inside of you, but it's the sense of impatience that tends to take over, like a hostile takeover, and it obscures you from accessing that patience. So the real question we should be asking ourselves is how do we let go of impatience? And so impatience, if we had a little Petri dish in a, in a lab uh, and impatience was like a bacteria that grows, it needs a certain habitat, a certain environment for it to be able to thrive. And the environment that, uh, that attracts and helps impatience to thrive is when we feel like we are craving something, like we want something, we're seeking something, we want a certain result. And therefore, we want it now. Mm. Uh, or if we're resisting something. So if we want something to be different. So if we're resisting the way that we are right now. Uh, if we're resisting any, any part of our, our life. 
because naturally that resistance will cause us to want to seek for things to be different. Mm. So it's in the seeking and resisting that we create this inner environment in which impatience sinks its claws into and starts to thrive like a bacteria. Mm. So we need to just cleanse ourselves of that seeking and, and that resisting. Um, so that is the one thing to, to, to note, which is really important. What we're discussing here is how do we let go of impatience? And then we'll find that we naturally allow our inner patience to shine through. Uh, and, and become radiant. Mm. And I really love that self-inquiry question, which I would just love to highlight again, just making this really practical. When we have that emotion come up of feeling, damn, I'm not as far as I wish as I wish I was, or my progress seems so slow. Because I think a challenge can be as well when you've been on a fat loss journey or fitness journey for a while is often we do experience faster results in the beginning. And then as things progress, they can feel a little bit more challenging. Things can take a little bit longer. And unfortunately, results are probably the most motivating thing. And when you feel like you're not getting that hit of, you know, these big drops on the scale or massive strength gains or massive muscle gains, we can start to feel like, oh, is this even working? Like, are my efforts even going anywhere? And as we know, giving up is certainly not going to get us there any faster. Yeah. So um, I, I think... Just also going back to, so, so I would just love to reiterate that question when we are having those feelings pop up to say, yeah. I'm not okay right now. Like, how do we sort of get that feeling back to be like, okay, I'm going to take a deep breath. This is part of the journey. Building my leanest, fittest body is a life's work and I'm on track. Yeah. So there is a there is a self inquiry a question that we can ask ourselves, which can help us to let go of impatience. And before I give it, um, I think it's worthwhile mentioning that when we do have a goal, uh, sometimes we're so zoomed in on like on a micro level, almost like day by day. Uh, sometimes it's hour by hour. How am I? How am I feeling? And if we give ourselves permission to take two steps forward and one step back then we know that we've got progress, but we're not berating ourselves every time we have one step back. It's like if, um, if you look at a graph and you see that there's a line that's going upwards, you know, an upward trend of improvement and progress. But if you really zoom in, you'll find that it's got like little jaggedy lines because there'll be two or three steps forward and then one step back. But that's to And that is the way life works, mm -hmm. right? So we need to be able to give ourselves the grace of knowing that that's what the journey looks like. Um, and because we can become very impatient every time there's that little one step back little and, and we want to give up. And so I think that this, um, this line from Bill Gates is relevant here. He said that we underestimate what we can do in the long term and we overestimate what we can do in the short term. And this comes back to what we were talking about earlier around the expectations around uh, fat loss is that if we just stay consistent, you'll be shocked at the results that you'll achieve in the long term. It'll be more than you ever imagined would be possible. Yes. Not only in terms of how much weight you can lose, but also how good you can feel about yourself. And you just give yourself that, that um, macro patience. Um, but often we do the opposite and we overestimate what we can do in the short term and then we get impatient about it and then we start questioning things. When yeah, we, and then we throw in the towel. We throw in we the quit. towel. So the next time you're feeling impatient and, and you feel like you're caught in that cycle, Here's a question to, to ask yourself. The question is this. If I knew that I've got what it takes to make this work 
And it's just a matter of time until I see the results. How would I feel? And this is not a question to try and intellectually answer, mm. but just to emotionally feel the answer. I'll give the question again. And as I say it again, just try and feel your way into that answer. So just imagine that you're in a situation where perhaps um, you've, you find that maybe the results aren't quite as fast as you would like. The question is, if I knew that I've got what it takes, if I knew that I've got what it takes to make this work, and it's just a matter of time mm -hmm. before I see results, how would I feel? Mm. I love that, and I can. I've asked myself that question as you said it, and I can definitely feel a sense of peace and calm and being okay with reality as it is. Right? There's an acceptance in that. Um, so I really love that. And, and I think that is definitely one to bank on our phones for when we feel that level yeah. of impatience. And yeah. I think with these podcast episodes as well, inviting all of you girls to come back to them and keep on listening to them when you feel that moment of impatience, if you need that little reminder, if you need a little pep talk from us, <laughs> come back and listen to them again and yeah. again. And often um, these are very carefully constructed self-inquiries. So it really is worthwhile to um, you know, write it down on your phone. So for example, uh, this particular one that I gave is if I knew that, so that's in past tense, if I knew that assumes that it is already the case. Mm. So there's a difference between saying if I know that I've got what it takes. And then in the back of your mind, go like, but do I, do I know? <laughs> yeah. um, so if I knew is very specific. If I knew that I've got what it takes to make this work and it's just a matter of time until I see results, how would I feel? Mm -hmm. So what we're essentially doing there is replacing one assumption. The, 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 the negative assumption that causes that impatience is, I don't think I've got what it takes and am I going to be able to I'm make it work? Get there. This, you can see where the impatience comes in with that, right? And so we're saying, if I knew that I've got what it takes, because you do have what it takes, you know, you can figure things out. Nothing is unfigureoutable. Mm. Um, but we, because of our impatience, we don't give ourselves the time to be able to figure things out. And uh, there is a science to fat loss. And uh, yes. you just need to follow the science that you teach. You will get results. Yes. And I think just to, to end this note off, um, another good question to ask yourself is, are you making the journey enjoyable? Mm. Are you adding in those the meals that you love? Are you doing the kind of workouts that make you excited to show up at the gym and see progress? And if you're not having any fun on the journey, then that also contributes to you feeling like, I just wish that this was over so that I could actually go back to living a life that I enjoy. So another good inquiry to say, is there a strategy maybe to be reconsidered? Do I even need to go a little bit slower for me to actually enjoy this? And so, yeah, I love those. I love that self-inquiry. And I think that that's going to be so helpful um, moving into the last bit yeah. of the year. I think just to close off, to say that if you're feeling impatience, it's great to have the self-inquiry and to do the practice of letting go of impatience. But it's also, it's a really helpful indicator. You know, any negative emotions, whether it be impatience, whether it be fear or anger or any, any of these negative emotions, they're really helpful signposts to say, hey, what is happening in my inner environment? And so when you're feeling impatience, just take that as the cue to look inside and say, ah, what, what am I seeking or what am I resisting? What, what is making me... Um, unhappy inside. 
Because if we're able to just let that go to feel okay inside, we'll naturally find that we'll have more, more patience. Mm. And I can guarantee that it comes down to having the idea that I will be happy when mm. and putting a dependency in something external to us to make us happy. So I think that the impatience is just a really nice signpost to say, hey, you know what? Actually, you can be happy right now mm. if you just realize that you already have that inherent happiness and it's your very seeking for something to be, to be different. So yes, we're going into the festive season now. And yes, there's kind of this last minute scramble uh, to quickly share the last, the last few kilograms, which could naturally make impatience come in. And so I, you know, I challenge everyone listening to say, well, like who said that you're actually going to be happy if you do reach whatever this self-imposed weight is, you know, number mm. on the scale, mm. just in time for the festive season. Mm. And, I, and, I, and I make a prediction as a mentalist, I make a prediction that if you do reach that number on the scale and you've gone and, and tortured yourself and has been a, you know, a highly unenjoyable uh, process. Then there will be the stress to maintain that. Then it's the stress to maintain exactly. it. Now it's festive season, you've hit the number, and now you can't even enjoy yourself because you're just in the bad habit of always saying, I'll be happy when, when I get this or I keep this. or And all your happiness is trapped in this external uh, uh, condition. And so I just think that having the practice of letting that go will solve most of these problems. Hmm. And that actually leads us very nicely into our two final episodes for this year, which is going to be focused a lot more around the festive season and how we navigate both the all or nothing mindset, which we so often slip into, or perhaps you have been making some progress and you feel like you've gotten to a certain point and now we can kind of feel a bit anxious. Like, am I going to lose all of my progress? Should I actually be indulging? And there could be a bit of fear around that as well. So I look forward to getting into those last couple of episodes and I really hope that this podcast is adding some new mindset and motivation tools into your Lean Girl toolbox. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave us some love. Comment down below. Letting, let us know if you're feeling a little bit more patient than you were when you started listening to this episode. And of course, please share this episode. There's always room for someone new to be getting their ears into the podcast and to be learning how to have more fun on this fat loss journey. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, babe. If you want to learn more about Gilan's work, you can check him out on Instagram, gilan.gork. He has some amazing, amazing things there specifically around how to be a high performer while still having deep, deep happiness. So go and check him out on Instagram and we look forward to seeing you back here next week on the Lean Girl Fitcast.